The following podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Well, since you seem to be in charge of running the opening disclaimer these days, I hope you remember where we left off. Of course I do, sweetheart. What do I look like, an amateur? They're probably headed home after a rather enlightening stay at Jessica's parents' house. Oh, don't be shy. Let's just call them the swingers from now on. I prefer not to think of that aspect of their lives. I keep wondering how I would feel if it were my parents. Ugh. Who's that knocking on my door? Who's that running across the floor? Who's that making ruckus now? Who's that? Look, it's Billy. Billy, sit your ass down. This episode's cast in order of appearance includes Ed, Jessica, Grandma, Grandpa, Billy, and a friendly neighborhood policeman. Here we go. As Jessica, Ed, and Billy prepared to leave her mother's house, she wondered what Lydia planned to tell her about her husband. You're on a strange mood, hon. What's the matter? Oh, it's nothing, really. I think I'm just tired. Things have moved so quickly this last week. Well, we were so happy to see you, baby, even if it was last minute. We love you. Come back sooner next time. I suppose it's back to those seaweed smoothies for me. <laughs> Hang in there, Dad, until we get back. Love you. Won't Grandma and Grandpa be lonely without us? Let's face it. Who are they going to talk to? Each other? They'll be just fine. They said they were going to have lunch with some old friends. Swinging old friends, I bet. I'm glad they still go out. You know, they're very vibrant people. <laughs> Don't I know it. Listen, honey, it's still really early. Would you mind much if Billy and I took a little nap? Sure, why not? No point in all of us being awake. I'm awake, Dad. I'll keep you company. Why, thank you, son. Did you have fun at your grandparents' house? Oh, yes. I love hanging out with them. Do you think we can get a train set like Grandpa's? He's had a whole lifetime to accumulate all that stuff. Besides, we need to have a man cave if we're going to have a layout like that. Your mom will never let us do that in the house. That's what happened to your Grandpa. You know that man cave is really just a shed. Oh, I thought he just went out there to smoke his pot. His what? Come on, Dad. I'm not a kid anymore, and I know what goes on in the world. Okay, so I hope you know not to do it. I'd never do anything like that, and that's why I took Grandpa's away from him. I don't want him to smoke and die with lung cancer. What did you do exactly? I hid it from him in my knapsack. I didn't throw it out. I suppose that made some kind of sense. Uh, where is it now again, Billy? It's right here, Dad, on the back seat. It has my coloring books and stuff, you know, in case if I get bored. Hey, Dad. Yeah? What are those flashing lights? All right. Everybody stay calm. Everybody just stay calm. Just, just breathe. It's Everything's going to be all right. Everything's gonna be fine. Billy, once I pull over, don't say a word. 
What's going on? Is there an accident or something? The police are pulling us over on account of the pot in the car. The what? Why is there pot in the car? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness gracious! Oh my goodness! Oh, oh, oh! They don't know it's here, and let's not bother telling them. All right. Well, don't look at me. I'm certainly not going to say anything. We'll just tell them that it doesn't belong to us. They'll understand. We're black. That'll, That'll never work. work. Dear God, Ed, I thought you had the talk with him. I thought you did. It's the sort of thing that a father discusses with his son. Now you want to do the whole gender bias role thing, huh? Well, there's not very much we can do about it now, is there? We've had plenty of talks at school, and they always say the policeman is our friend. Our friend who doesn't need to know everything. Okay, Dad, if you say so. Good morning, sir. You seem to be up and out kind of early. Yeah, we're just headed home after visiting the family. You know, for Christmas. You know why I stopped you? Not really, sir. No. You want me to tell you why I stopped you? Well, yes, officer, I would. Try to guess. I honestly you know, can't think of a thing, officer. Stop bothering my dad. He didn't know anything about it. It's all my fault here. Billy hands the officer a bag of drum tobacco as the blood drains slowly from Ed and Jessica's faces. What's this kid a bribe? I don't smoke. Anyway, I just wanted to point out you have a broken tail light. Get it fixed. Have a nice day now. What a weird ass kid. Thank you, officer. I'll handle it as soon as we get home. Ed and Jessica turned around to give Billy a death stare. Billy thought of crawling back into the womb, but decided it wouldn't be a very welcoming place at the moment. Ed, Jessica, and Billy rode the rest of the way home in silence. Considering the looks on his parents' faces, Billy much preferred the silence to whatever else it was that they might have in mind. When they got home, Ed mailed the bag back to his father-in-law. He felt much better with that terminology at the moment, telling him all about their little adventure on the way home. Ed figured it was worth a laugh or two, particularly accompanied by a couple of edibles. But no policeman, of course. Oh my! There goes that pinging again. It must be that bitch. I mean Ed's friend Lydia. Anyway, be sure you come back in two weeks to see what that duplicitous harpy is planning next. Papa, don't leave Lydia alone.